Hey, I'm happy you could join us at the SBP podcast, the voice of mobile film. I'm your host, Susie Botello, and you are listening to episode 28. In this episode, we talk with the first place winner of the International Mobile Film Festival in San Diego, Brian Hennings. Brian was in San Diego for the festival, second year in a row, actually, and he took home the award and the trophy. By the way, that trophy, it now has a name. I find it amusing, and uh, he talks about it amongst other things like the point of making films with smartphones and storytelling and a few other things which you might find inspiring. By the way, uh, Brian is back in Perth now in Australia. So if you're in Australia, hey, from San Diego, and congratulations, you were well represented in this year's film festival. The film festival took place on April 28th and 29th in San Diego. And uh, you can get details on the next film festival dates on the website at www.internationalmobilefilmfestival.com. And you should know that we're going to be making an announcement very soon, which will really be good for the mobile film community who wishes to submit films to our film festival. It's a change that will be celebrated by many. And, um, well, look, as you may know, maybe not, maybe you don't know, maybe you haven't even heard of the film festival yet, uh, but you'll, you can go there and take a look at it right now. But our rules have not really changed much at all since our first film festival. But for 2019, okay, well, honestly, I think I'm not going to announce it here. I think what I'm going to do is, well, just stay tuned uh, for the announcement. But I think what I'll do is I'll, I'll let our patrons uh, hear about it first. So I'll announce it to our patrons in our Patreon page before we go public with that. Um and if you want to know how to access our Patreon page, uh, you can go to www.patreon.com slash SBP podcast. Okay, so this episode, speaking of Patreon, um, is going to include um, a bonus episode for our patrons uh, with Brian. And it's going to be exclusive to, to you uh, if you're a patron um, you're also one of our rock stars and superheroes. Um, so check that out as well, because we're going to discuss cinematography specifically with smartphones. There's going to be some great tips and some great ideas you can put to use right away, probably about as fast as you can pull your phone out of your pocket. If you like our podcast, let us know. We're on Twitter as well. So that's at SBP podcast. Now, are you ready to join Brian and me? Let's go. We're here with Brian Hennings, who was just here in San Diego, and now you are in Australia again. Hi, Brian. Hi, Susie. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Well, let's. Uh, one one thing I want to share with our listeners is you are the grand 
price. <laughs> We're just upping your your <laughs> your award. First place uh, at the International Mobile Film Festival this last month. Um, just basically a couple weeks ago, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So uh, so Brian made a really wonderful film. It just uh, well, it 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 blew away the. Um, uh, the judges and also got a really good um, uh, reaction actually at the theater from at the venue I should say from the uh, from everyone who was watching it from everyone who came and so did you know you were going to win or did you have any clue any hints no gosh gosh no <laughs> you, you almost you got know, a like... stamped innovation there you know <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think, you know, the the reality is that there was such a lot of good um, competition there that, you know, un until you you said that my my film was the one that won, um, I, I was still, you know, kind of mentally working out which films were still in the running and, and um, uh, you know, so it came as a, a total surprise um, to win, but, you know, a very welcome surprise. And, and you know, it's it's certainly very gratifying to to have people recognize the work. So, um, yeah, thanks. It was great. Yeah. Well, let's um, let's talk about first of all, you're I, I'm really glad that you won. Uh, just to let our our listeners know, um, I'm actually the founder of this film festival, but literally I have nothing to do with who wins and who doesn't and things like that. I leave that up to the judges. So for me, it was a really nice experience to be able to award Brian because, uh, Brian, you were here last year with another great film as well. And, of course, you didn't win and you still came back. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it was fantastic. But why don't you share a little bit about what your film was with everyone? Uh, yeah, sure. My film was called Focus, and and um, it kind of looks at um, the way that people with uh, vision impairment um, see the world, and the way that the world can see them as well. Um, and you know, it, it's based on my sister-in-law who does have um, vision impairment. She has about ten percent vision, um, and and so in my experience uh, with her and some of the the challenges that she overcomes um, on a regular basis, um, I saw the opportunity to to use the smartphone filmmaking as a, an avenue to kind of give people a little bit of an insight into into what that is so um one of those one of those films that's um very close to my heart um and that i guess that's partly what makes it so special that it was received so well in in the competition over there you know um it, both films have that very strong uh what i'm i always emphasize and a lot of uh people who are really into the mobile film making a scene or community uh, we are all emphasizing and people in Hollywood everyone knows that it's really about the story but with a good story it always leaves this lasting message you know and both of your films leave that it that um, is that a theme for you for every film 
I like certainly, you know, I, I came into this game as a writer. So to me, story is the, the most important thing because, you know, as stunning as your visuals might be um, without something to tie them all together, you you can kind of lose that, that impact. So, you know, I, I always want to tell a story. Um, it, it's kind of, I guess, a coincidence that the the two films that I've primarily made with um with smartphone were ones that had were both very personal stories and and had lasting messages. I don't think I set out to to go. I'm going to go and make a, a film with a lasting message. Um, I think that's just a happy outcome of making films that are close to your heart. Is that um you know you you put so much of of yourself um, and you know the the story in there that um, it, it works out that other people are affected by it. Which, like like you said earlier, um, chatting to people at the festival after the the screening and and getting those comments about the the way that they perceive the, the story um, and. You know, certainly one of the great things for this was being able to marry with this particular project was being able to marry the the story and the the heart of that with the visuals that the smartphone um, is able to to um, generate. Um, kind of results in this this thing that hopefully kind of sticks with people and and makes them uh, think about things a little bit more than they might otherwise. Yeah, and I actually. It's a good thing. That's a good segue into what I, I wanted to talk about a little more with you. Your your film um, at the at the film festival is now nominated for the Global Mobile Film Awards, which is essentially the the online Oscars of mobile film. And uh, this is the second year. And your nomination was for cinematography uh, because you had your film has a really great opening uh, sequence. First of all, you know, there there is no human being actually uh, that you can see in the film for the most part, right? Yeah, there's, there's um, a couple of people that kind of appear, but no one's really identifiable. It, it certainly mm-hmm. doesn't have a character that that is um, playing it. Um, but it does yeah, have so, a, the the narration is is the is the actual protagonist right of the of the story. Um, that's right. That's dri- the driving force of this, and you've got this narration uh, taking you, uh, you know, in your own mind. You're visualizing what what she's explaining, and and what she's feeling, and how she's how she's um, stating her feelings and and expressing that. And visually, you're you're going from, you know, the, the one scene into the next very seamlessly, um, almost like magic, right? From one location <laughs> to the next, and um, that's done in some pretty, uh, you know, big films, and you know, it's it's great cinematography how you're seamlessly going from one location to the other. Um, and how you're able to pull that off. But I wanted you to talk a little bit um, about what, you know, what made you decide that that was the best way to portray the story in your film? Yeah, um, I, I guess the, you know, the, the heart of the story is is the narration. Um, and, you know, I, I need to take a moment to acknowledge um, the brilliant work of Sarah Harris, who did the, the voiceover for us. Um, 
uh, you know, without that um, that performance, I think you, you know everything else would have fallen pretty flat. Um, but the the idea behind um, the the way that I shot this, um, it really it came down to we're talking about visual impairment, and um, you know, so you have to present things um, in a, in, a, in a very visual way. Um, and the real idea behind the this is that the opening sequence is um, you know kind of shot. It's very vibrant. Um, it's very fast moving. It's very free flowing, um, which is the way that I, I guess the way that we uh, would normally see the world without vision impairment, um, and kind of demonstrating the the way and you know and using some some trickery to 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 show things and um you know pr- represent that um but that that bit of the film was um there to be a contrast to the second part of the film which is delving more into the the actual visual impairment where we start um slowing down the camera movement um we we don't cut so seamlessly from one thing to another and um you know we use we have um degraded vision to show the um the way you know the way that um, a, a non-vision impaired person might see something, and then you know contrasting that with the way that a, a person with vision impairment might see that same thing. So, you know, there's a there's a scene in there um, where the the camera closes in on a mobile phone that is uh, that starts ringing, but at, at this at the stage where it starts ringing, we you know the image is degraded to the extent that you can no longer read what's on the phone. And, you know, that to me, that was just one little example of how things that I take for granted that when my phone rings, I can just glance at it and see who's calling me um, is compared to someone who has visual impairment. And, you know, they, they can't necessarily do that same thing. That's so true. Um, I know there, you know, phones have settings and things like that, but nothing, nothing is that easy still to, to figure oh, out and to see. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're small examples and, and, you know, that's a, a really good, um, you know, way of how people, uh, you know, with, with any kind of impairment, um, adjust to, to that way, you know, like someone with visual impairment might, instead of having a, a picture that pops up that says Susie's calling me might have a different ringtone for, for Susie so that, you know, they know from, you know, the audio cue that it's Susie, they don't have to see it. But, you know, this is that, that idea that, um, you know, as, as someone with relatively good vision, I don't necessarily think about all the ways that that can be challenging, you know, things like when I'm at the crosswalk, um, can I necessarily see that the the little person in the sign's gone green, or you know, um, or can I check to see that even though the the traffic light's red, that a car hasn't decided to just drive through anyway? You know, this is um, you know, I'm sitting here listening to you, and this is the kind of the kind of thinking that goes behind uh, someone who's developing a story uh, for film, because it's one thing to say, well, this this is you know, this is interesting, this is interesting, maybe I'll write that story, 
or whatever, but now you've got to take that whole concept and put it into audio and, and the visual to go with mm. that and moving and transitioning. And that is what, um, that's why you get the award, you know, that's why your film stands out. And, um, and I don't mean just you, Brian, uh, for someone who's listening, you know, that's what makes your, that's why it's not just about, Oh, I got a phone. This is great. I'll, I'll, I'll do something with this, you know, because I can, um, and why I really emphasize that you think about what, you know, what story you're going to tell and how you're going to tell it, because you can take a story and share it in so many different ways. But, you know, as a filmmaker, you're taking these little concepts, right? And now you're thinking, you know, I was thinking about, uh, you know, I noticed just a few weeks ago that if I close my eyes, I'll know when my glass is full when I'm filling it with water from the faucet. Um, mm -hmm. because it, the sound changes, you know, um, even if, even if I'm not holding it and it's getting heavier, there's also something about the sound, the hollowness, and then it, 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 that hollow sound goes away. And I'm thinking if I couldn't see, that would be one way to know my, my glass is getting fuller. I could almost probably figure out it was half full or near full, you know, and things like that. But to be able to put those things into a story with the visual and the sound and, and figure that out, that, you know, that takes a bit of work and creativity, but it takes um, skill and talent. And, you know, you grew from your, your film express into this one. I mean, it really showed, um, have you done anything in between those two films, uh, practicing anything? I like I was working on a, a web series last year that that was moderately successful. This is kind of the the first short that I've shot since I I shot Express. So, mm. um, been working on the 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 um, skill set that I needed with um, different projects. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know, like I just getting back to that whole idea of you know the the story and how you tell it, and I think that. Um, to me, it it's it comes down to there's there's so many bits that go into storytelling. Um, certainly, there's you know the writing and the actual story of it. And, you know, in in the example of focus, the the narration and how important that is to the story. But then you come down and you go, well, I could have that narration with just a black screen, and <laughs> that would right. be, and and you know that could be an effective film in itself. Um, but then you kind of also tell a story through the visual representation that you you have, and you know, um, and then you know, like you you touched on before, the you know the the um, audio aspect and the way that you you kind of put in music underneath something or um, the sound effects and things like that. I mean, you, you only have to look at horror movies to see how <laughs> effective, um, you know, sound effects can be in, in evoking uh, a very, you know, real response. Um, you know, sometimes I wish that in, in real life we had that, you know, the sort of backing track so that, you know, when something's going to go wrong, you can hear the music change in the background. <laughs> you go, oh, I need to watch out here. But um, maybe it's for the best that we don't have that as well. Um, 
so yeah, I think it's it's interesting seeing how this stuff marries together. Um, and I think you know, sitting down to to film focus it was something that I really did did think about. Um, and you know, like how how can I visually represent what we're you know what we're also talking about in voiceover. Um, so yeah, I think it, it, you know, it, to me it comes down to that that idea of you need to marry everything together um, to get that uh, that really affecting story um, um, and make you know, like make people sit up and take notice of it. Hopefully. Well, yeah. I mean, you could have approached it, you know, a very simple way by saying, okay, I, I'll, I'll get an actor to play someone who's blind and, you know, they're sitting in, 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 in the park and they can't see and blah, blah, blah. And then we'll take her to another scene and, you know, she can be narrating, but it could be the actor, you know, there's just different ways to do it. But I, I really think it's worth, and, you know, any notable filmmaker, not, not just a, a mobile filmmaker will tell you that they spend a lot of time sort of forming a strategy in a way, and cultivating how they're going to, you know, as a director, how they're going to, how they're going to put that vision into a film, you know, Mm. from their story. And that's what I've, you know, not to be a critic or anything, but that's what I'm seeing, I'm noticing with you that, and why I asked you if you had done anything in between, because uh, your film Express was wonderful, you know, and, but you can see that there's growth you know, between that and this one and your skills and everything to actually do what you did with this film compared to before is much greater. And, um, you know, to people who were sitting in the audience that they didn't see the previous film, it was just last year. <laughs> it was just a hop and a <laughs> skip away. Right. Um, yeah. and then to see this one, right. Like I know, uh, there were a few people there that had seen it you know, seeing the, the, the other one. But for me, it was like, wow, look at Brian go, you know, uh, <laughs> you came, you came, came a ways and, and that's a, that's fantastic. Um, how far you've come. And, and that to me shows that, um, as you move forward with this, because, you know, we're going to talk about that now, you know, um, but it, it's only, it's, it's just going up the ladder you know, um, and what I, what I wanted to, um, ask you now, I know that you're submitting your film to other film festivals as well, right? So we're not going to be able to show the film to our listeners. We're not just going to put the link there and you're not going to be able to just see the film. Um, but, um, but you know, at some point we will, (laughs) you know, we'll be able to do that. Um, but, um, you've got plans for more mobile films, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it, it, there's always the next story to tell. Um, and, and one of the things that I do love about, um, mobile film, um, as a, a, an avenue to tell stories is that, you know, you can tell stories with, much less resources than you might need, um, you know, to, to do a full, um, 
big production. Um, you know, like the the thing with um, Focus was, you know, that was essentially just me um, making that film. So, you know, between the the shooting it, the editing it, all that kind of stuff. Um, the writing, um, you know, uh, I, I, I took on every part of that. And part of that was challenging myself to go to say, can I do this on my own? Um, so other than the, the music that we, we put in there and, um, Sarah's, uh, voiceover, it was that one, that singular person that, that, um, did that. How, and, how amazing is that, Brian? Because last year you had a crew, you had a, a professional crew. Right. You had uh, your cinematographer and 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 all that. And this year it was just mainly it was it was just you. And um, and and look how far you've come. I mean, isn't that cool? Oh, yeah. And, and you know, there were two very different projects and they, they were set out for, for different things. Um, and like I said, it was part of the idea behind focus was exactly how much can I do? Um without relying on on um, people who are professionals in their in their individual roles um, so it was it was interesting um i I guess the you know like what's coming next I, you know there's a bunch of ideas that are bouncing around mm-hmm. in in my brain um, I want to you know like you you always want to grow with this and you always want to challenge yourself um and try to make the the next thing bigger and better than the last thing and and certainly um winning winning the um the award at, at your festival was you know it, it was a highlight but it also, it's also now set a bar there as well which means you know either you know if i if i make a film and enter it in next year's one either i match what i've done before or i do worse <laughs> well so and and winning doesn't always mean that, you know, I mean, it's like something I was thinking about because, you know, we're talking about, you know, you probably coming again uh, next year and hopefully that will happen uh, with another film. But um, it doesn't always mean it's 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 not a failure if you don't win every time, because just like you and I've had these discussions before, just the fact that you get to the film festival, you're sharing your story, uh, through film. And then you're, sh- you know, you're having such a great time during the film festival, connecting with people. And then your next film, I mean, if every, every director, whoever received an award would just say, well, that's it. I mean, why go, you know, do another one? Because, you know, if I don't win an award, I'm just going to beat myself up. It's like, are you kidding? <laughs> Look at all the films, yeah, you-, you know? You're you're quite right, um, and you know, I always say uh, when I'm working on on a project, I always say the the main the main achievement is finishing the project, um, is you know getting from that initial stage of you know uh, the the kernel of a concept of something to getting a, a film that is finished and ready to to show people that's that's the win is getting to that stage. Um, and then any, anything beyond that is a bonus. Um, you know, having you know, being accepted into festivals is a super bonus. Um, having people watch the film and comment, uh, you know, on it is awesome. If you're lucky enough to to win an award or two, that's that's you know you, the cream on the cake. Um, 
but you know if you if you get to that stage where you you finish a film and so many times i've seen people that have started the process and not been able to finish it yeah. just getting to the finishing line is is that win and that's one of the things again that i love about smartphone filmmaking is it makes it so much easier to get from that that initial concept to the finishing line it's by no means easy right but it, it's it, a challenge it it's still a challenge easier. yeah and and that's but, also know, the the thing about film festivals that that are a challenge in themselves i mean you could make a mobile film and, and never put it in a film festival you know yeah, as well absolutely. but that's pro- part of the the challenge uh for a filmmaker is uh, you know, aiming for particular film festivals that you want to submit it to and saying, okay, this is their criteria. This is the challenge. I got to make the film, you know, you know, during this, you know, it's got to be this long or less or more or whatever. Right. And mm-hmm. it has to be, you know, submitted, finished, completed, you know, exactly to the second and by this day and hour <laughs> and minute, yeah. and you know, and so that in itself, and then you've got to go through some hoops as well, because there's other things you have to, you know, other things you have to get through in the process. But that's all part of the, it's like, uh, it's like a sport in a way, but for filmmakers, right? Mm, absolutely. And, and you know, one of the things that I'm really excited about is, you know, some of the, the films that we saw this year in the festival. Um, and, and for some of those, the filmmakers, it was their, their first time, making a film their first time entering it into being into a festival or being accepted into a festival. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Um, What, what's, you know, hopefully they're going to put a film together for next year's festival. What are they going to do that um, moves their, um, their craft forward? Um, How are they going to tell their stories? How are they going to show their stories next year? Um, you know, some you know, like someone like um, Seth, who's eighteen and and kind of submitted. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was his first film um, into into a festival, and you know, having a chat to him and seeing what what he wants um, to achieve in in the industry. I'm excited to see. You know, can he put something together for next year, and how's that going to evolve from what he had this year? Um, uh, and then, you know, Narelle, who took out third, um, e- even though she used an iPhone, um, <laughs> is... <laughs> We're going to uh, have to talk a little bit about that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that, and that was her first film. And, and you know, the, uh, that was one that when we were watching through, I, I was thinking that's that's such a strong contender. Um, and, and being a first film, it was like, I'm, I'm so excited to see what she's going to do next um and you you know how she's able to move forward and um you know i'm you know i'm surprised that i i won with the caliber of something like narelle's film there and and some of the others that we saw um you know and i'm I'm keen to see what they're going to present next year hopefully if they if they um are able to come back yeah (laughs) You know, you were talking about Seth. I'm really, he really amused me. Uh, I, I, I just really want to see uh, what he comes up with next because you could see that he was, he was inspired by the whole experience. Mm. You know, um, I'll never forget the whole. 
uh, when I asked that question during the Q&A about what would Steven Spielberg, you know, what would you say to Steven Spielberg or whatever? And he said, watch me, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Yeah. And, um, and, and Norell, you know, yeah, you know, you're right. And, and you were, you were surprised, but she was just, well, I kind of, played this a little bit tricky with her (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I knew I could get away with it (laughs) too but I really surprised her um you know just the way that I announced it but she truly was uh surprised that that she took the award as well and uh you know between you and her um this probably might be a little good time what do you think to talk about the um the little battle the the battle of the phones <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i'm gonna preface this with um you know the that narelle and i kind of needle each other over which phones um are best um i'm firmly in the samsung camp i, I use a samsung to shoot my um films and she's firmly in the iphone camp <laughs> um <laughs> And, you know, we, uh, I'm, I'm not sure whether this is just an Australian thing or whether it's a a global thing, but we, we, you know, we have what we call here banter where it's, um, you know, basically we'll, you you know, kind of lovingly mock each other. Um, I I loved it. I loved it from the start. (laughs) Of course, I didn't get enough of that until, until we were doing that round table podcast where it really came out. Um, and that was a lot of fun, but yeah, go ahead, continue. I just had to tell you how much I love it. I think, you know, it, it's uh, sometimes it, it can come across as, you know, um, something that it's not. But essentially, it's just us having a bit of fun um, and talking about it. You know, um, the reality is I, I love using Samsung phones. They, they worked really well for me. Um, we we chose initially to go with the Samsung after running a bunch of um, comparison tests between the different um, makes and models of phone. Um, and for for us, the Samsung worked better for what we were trying to, you to film. You used it last stage. year too, didn't you? That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and for us at that time, using that generation of phone, the Samsung was um, it handled low light conditions better than we could get the iPhone to do it. Yeah. Um, and you know the the reality is that you know I, I think I said it at the festival the best phone to use um, to film something is the phone that you have access to. Um, That's kind of know, the if, driving force between smartphone filmmaking is not that this phone is better than the other or this camera is better than a phone or anything like that. It really ends up being that well that's what everybody has so why not let's all connect yeah. and share stories with it and, and do our best, you know, yeah. uh, with what we've got. I mean, you, you look at it and, um, Jason, um, presented his film that was shot in an old Nokia, um, right? <laughs> phone. Um, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that that wasn't in competition cause that blew, <laughs> that would have blown me out of the water. Um, but you know, like the, the fact that I think he said it was like a 720p, um, or worse 240p it might've been, um, mm-hmm. camera. Um, but you know, 10 years ago he was able to use that to make a very, um, effective, uh, story. And, and again, that, that idea of, having a story that he wanted to relate and, and using the visual aspect of the phone to support that story. Um, 
means that you know, you don't you don't need the latest generation iPhone or Samsung or Google or or whatever. It's whatever you have access to, as long as you're smart about using it, and as long as you're um, you know marrying that idea of you know a film is a story. Um, you know, if if you try to use something that only shoots in 240p and you're trying to make you know, the latest blockbuster Marvel film, it's probably oh, well, if you're going to do that, you might as well just pull out the iPhone X, though, right? Wink, wink. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> like I, I wouldn't. <laughs> you know, like I'd probably go the the Samsung Nine, um, but nah, that that'd be me. Um, but yeah, I think you know it's it's good to have that that playfulness, and I think we touched on it at the festival as well, where the the idea of having these competing brands pushes the the technology forward. Where you know I, I know that um, when iPhone bring out their latest greatest version of the phone of uh, uh, the iPhone. Um, Samsung's going to you know, have already been looking at, at what they're doing and thinking about how do they take it to the next level again. And and, and at the same time, Google's sitting there with you know their phones going, well, yeah. what can we do? Well, um, you, you know, when I, I, I was teaching the, the workshops a couple of years ago, and I remember there was someone there who had a Windows phone. And those are uncommon, right? You know, it's always yep. Android or iOS, and someone there had a Windows phone. And I said, oh, well, I haven't encountered that yet. Let's open it up. Let's check it out. And you know what? It's got a camera just like any other phone, you know. Yeah. And um, and uh, the girl that was using it was, you know, making videos, and, and it didn't matter. It It's all about, about that. Um, you know, it would be kind of cool if, both uh, Apple and Samsung uh, got in touch with me and said, you know what, Susie, for your next film festival, we want you to have a competition <laughs> aside from <laughs> the regular one, one for Samsung and one for iPhone. And we'll help you <laughs> get that, you know, we'll advertise it for you and tell people to submit. Let's see who wins. You know, they wanted to be a part of that fun, you know, challenge uh, competition. Yeah. You know, um, and I, I bet you at different times, either one would win, you know, wouldn't even, sure. but it would yeah, be a push. I, I, I mean, you, you look at it and you, you know, the, the whole idea of, um, being able to make, uh, you, you know, films uh, like, you know, I, I use the term f like film rather than videos, um, right. using, using a, a, a smartphone is something that I think that they're starting to to get behind. I mean, you know, they, we've had some big releases that have been filmed on on iPhones um, uh, or, or smartphones in general. Um, but I think you know you're starting to see that idea where the brands are, uh, are supporting the filmmaking aspect a little bit more. Yeah, so I think they've they've probably been a little bit guilty in the past of um, looking at the visuals of it, which is good for their marketing point of view. You know, like you, you watch um, a Samsung ad that looks at the video making side of it and it's all, you know, like, Hey, we're going to show you super slow-mo skateboarders and 
stuff like that, which is, you know, their marketing game. They have to do that. But, right. yeah, I, I totally agree that it would well, be that's great. Well, more, that's more what uh, the consumer, the, the average consumer is using it for that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and now um, on, my, on my end, my vision is that the average consumer goes beyond that, that, that everybody who has a phone with a camera, um, you know, when I first started this, just to bring this up, um, I had a lot of, I wouldn't say naysayers, but I would say people that were like, oh, come on, <laughs> you know, making a film festival, you know, with, with phones and you're just going to get birthday parties and all kinds of little dumb videos, basically. I mean, I'm quoting here. Um, mm. and, and you're going to get all that junk quote unquote that, that, that you see on YouTube. And I said, wow, why would, why would you think that it's a film festival? It's not a video. It's not a, it's not a, a phone video festival. It's a film festival for, for footage caught, you know, for movies, uh, shot with phones, you know, and that word film is just like you said, that makes all the difference in the world in the perception. And I didn't get that. I just did not get that. Uh, the first few, three film festivals, I never once got anything that, uh, was even resembling, you know, a video without a story. Mm. You know, they were more geared towards film. Yeah, uh, and I think that's the the beauty of it is that as much as you know, hey, I use uh, my my phone to to take videos of uh, you know, a, you know the, the average lifestyle videos of kids running around or you know birthday parties or or whatever. It's always um, important, too, to get that stuff, I mean, on a personal sure. level, of course. And it's also good to know that you can do that with the same camera that you can actually make a film with. That's that's, that's the that's magic. Right. <laughs> and and then there's, you know, like it becomes uh, once you're used to using your phone to videotape, uh, you know, take take video of things. Um, yeah. it, it's then a, a much smaller leap to to go. Well, I'm going to use this same tool to tell a story that's important to me. Um, and you know, we saw a couple of films um, in at, at the festival um, where uh, you know Pamela's film that was um, highlighting um, Alzheimer's um, and the effect that that has on on people yeah. um you know like ha having the situation where someone who may not necessarily know much about the film industry at all can go i i want to tell this story of you know something that's happened in my life um you know um we saw uh, Adrian, um, who, who unfortunately didn't make it to the festival, but um, mm -hmm. his uh, his story about um, you know someone's um, physical challenges after after an ailment and and uh, things like that, and you know it's some it, it's something that uh, I guess you know as as I'm getting older and and you know I'm starting to become less focused on my own life and more focused on the things that are going on around me. And, you know, you kind of notice that 
there's stories everywhere. Um, you know, I, I kind of mockingly said a, a long time ago that, you know, well, I don't really want to work in documentaries. You know, I, I like making, you know, writing stories and telling, you know, these things. And as I'm getting older, I'm, I'm starting to look at things and going, you know, like, so there, there's some really great stories uh, around that we can tap into. Um, and that idea of, through through festivals like yours um, and and through movements like the Film Breaker movement, um, saying to people that you can use these tools that uh, you know a lot of people have access to to capture a story and present that um, in a way that you you possibly couldn't have um, you know even say five ten years ago. Yeah, you know and. And the other the other aspect of it, you know, like like during our film festival, like when we had the the workshop, you know, with everyone sharing tips and and things like that, and how they made their film and what they were they would suggest and things like that. And people want to hear about the gear, you know, and so you have to show them something. You have to talk about that um, because that's that's the interest when you're, when you're talking about filmmaking per se, but, um, you know, like when I teach a workshop, uh, it's about, you know, I've even said it, you know, uh, like when I was at Comic-Con and I said, you know, Google is your friend. <laughs> and they looked at me like, what? <laughs> and I said, look, there are thousands of video tutorials and, uh, thousands of articles with photos and, and, and there are hundreds of different kinds of microphones and gimbals and many apps and and what have you for filmmaking using your smartphone but what you can't find out that what you need to look inside for is you and and who you are as as a person as a human being who's lived on the earth for however long you've you've been here and uh, you're connected to everything around you. So what can you pull from that to turn into a story, regardless of the gear that you're using uh, by yeah. using that I'm, phone? I think, you know, it's one of those things where you know, it, it's kind of like when you go into the professional side of, of filmmaking, the big budget side of filmmaking, um, where it's like, yeah, we've got this camera and we've got this rig and, and things like that. And, you know, we suffer from that uh, in the smartphone world as well. Yeah. But there's so much, you know, there's, there's so many things out there. You know, like I know Jason was talking about the, the hacks that, that he, he came up with and, you know, like you can buy a, a $200 lighting kit or you can buy a $9 torch and, and be able to hack that and get very much the same lighting capability out of it um you know i know uh i made a a a rig out of some pvc piping that um allowed me to um hook up the the smartphone to it my recording my audio recording equipment um and be able to run around without being tethered to to anything um, and get relatively stable footage out of it just from from doing that. And you know that was like maybe ten bucks worth of equipment that I used to 
to make that, um, you know, uh, or I could spend 200 bucks on a gimbal, um, right. that, that, you know, smoothes it out as well. I, you know, I know which one I prefer, um, using, but I also know which one I used first and, and, you know, I'm not sure that looking at the, the footage between the, the two types of, um, stabilization that, you know, an average person would be able to tell the difference. So. Well, yeah. And, and, and when you're behind the camera, when you're using all these things to film, I mean, when, when people go to the theater to see a movie, um, yeah, there may be, you know, a sideshow of the making of this movie or something, you know what I'm saying? But people go there, they get absorbed, uh, into the world of the film. Right. And yep. they're not paying attention. I wonder if they shot that with a steady cam. Yeah, I wonder what lights they used for that. And, you know, I wonder, you know, they're not even thinking about that. They're in that moment, which is exactly what you want as a filmmaker. Uh, but, yeah, I've worked in film sets where, you know, yeah, everybody, you know, hubbles, you know, around the 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 camera and the DP guy. And, you know, oh, what have you got there? What's that? A very zoom. What does that do? You know, and. Ooh, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And it's, it, it's, it's like toys, you know, it really yeah. is, but it, tools, you know, guys, um, girls too, you know, that are into fixing cars and they pull out the, the box of tools and they're like, yeah, give me the lug wrench, you know, and you're like, you know what that is, you know, it's like, oh, I'm such a pro, you know, things like that. Mm. Um, but who cares? You know, uh, I, <laughs> I've known people to argue over, you know, skill saw brands and things like that. You know, it's all the same. It, it, it really, they're just tools. But, uh, remember, uh, we were sharing the story about our friend in Cameroon in Africa. This is years ago when, uh, I told him, I said, well, look, okay. So you don't have a store to buy a gimbal. Uh, but what about, you know, you got some junk cars out there. You can snag a steering wheel and, and, and mount your phone on it and and use that. And he did. And he sent those photos. He also made a tripod out of bamboo, you know, is um, and his films came out. He used Adobe Premiere to and a, and a Blackberry, you know, what he had. Mm. And then these things and, and he made his his film and he had actually taken some courses somehow. And so he he got the just of filmmaking he just did he just didn't have access to the tools and so he went that route you know um but uh all in all brian it's it's you know that what you did you know you put your uh like i said last year you had a crew working with you and he had you know the tripod and you know and all that this year is just you you know you got a gimbal or whatever but it was mainly you you got a you got your narrator and you you did the editing um <laughs> you did the whole thing and and you took that wonderful prize home and how's the trophy doing <laughs> uh, the 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 trophy that we've dubbed the Susie, um, <laughs> and I'm I'm hoping that that sticks from from now on. That every year it's now the Susie. Uh, the trophy's doing quite well. It's sitting on a shelf next to me um, just at the moment. Um, where uh, I, I saw this morning that um, Narell has um, risen to the challenge and uh, taken the uh, her um, trophy around i think it was cronulla uh, yeah. on the east coast um so you know, I, I now have to rise to that challenge and and 
uh, do a, a little bit of a tour of the West Coast with the um, the Susie as we, um, you know, because I can't let her have the final say. I, <laughs> I need to. I need to get in there. Um, you know, um, people who follow me on on Facebook would have seen that uh, uh, it um, enjoyed the ride um, up the coast from San Diego up to California um, in in the hire car, um, and then enjoyed a, a nice meal out at In and Out Burger. Um, so. <laughs> It's it's in, you know it's got a lot of miles on it now. Um, it's still looking pretty good. Um, and you know, like I said, I'm the, you know a little bit later today. We're going to take it out and um, see see what we can what shenanigans we can get up to. <laughs> I I grew up in different parts of the world. You know, I mean, I traveled between Spain. I lived in Italy. I lived here in San Diego. Went to Georgia. Um, and the funny thing is that, you know, I was looking at that trophy. I handed it to you and to Norell. And then now it's over on the other side of the world. But it's so much fun to see this game, this this awesome game. I, I'm, I'm just, I don't even know what to call it. I mean, quite honestly, between the two of you with the trophy, uh, the trophy is like an entity. <laughs> and and there it is with you you know reminds me of the the commercial where the dad is taking the little doll he has to make a business trip and he takes the little doll you know halfway around the world and he's uh doing facetime or something with the with the little girl showing the doll oh she's here having lunch in paris or something you know with me um but that's pretty cool to do that and i think you know, everything happens for a reason, Brian. I think it's really a lot of fun what you and Narelle are both doing, not just with the trophy and not just with Samsung and the iPhone, but um, with making films, being able to, you know, connect in the way that you did. You didn't meet each other. You're both from Australia and you didn't meet before, did you? No, no. Well, I mean, there is like a whole lot of country between where where we are. I'm on the west coast, and she's on the east coast. Um, yeah, no. The the first time we met was at the uh, the meet and greet. Um, wow. You know, kind of like, oh, you're you're an Aussie. I'm an Aussie. Hey, we must be friends. Um, yeah, and that but, happened um, too with uh, Jason, Jason Van uh, Van Gendering from Filmbreaker. Uh, who yep. I I remember him saying something. I don't know if he was saying it to you or to Norell or maybe to both of you that um, have to come all the way out to San Diego to meet Australians <laughs> in the yeah. mobile filmmaking. Uh, it's it's a funny world that we we live in that you know you you travel twenty odd hours on a plane <laughs> just to meet someone that you know you could have jumped on a, a four hour flight and met. Um, <laughs> But you know it, it, that's part of the the wonderful thing of it, you know, is we you know, we get people from all over the place um, coming in to tell their you know to tell their stories, to share their experiences. Um, you know, it'll it'll be great um, to have a situation. I know we've kind of talked about it before, where it's like, well, how do we how do we link up and and get projects that you know we're working we might work on together and and um things like that and with mobile phone you know there's always that possibility that you could you could shoot part of a film you know in in perth in western australia you could shoot part of it in san diego you could shoot part of it up in toronto and 
edit it all together and make a a, a seamless story. Yeah, so, you're going to uh, you're going to go to Toronto, aren't you, for that film festival there? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, we got selected in um, this year. Um, so I uh, haven't been to Toronto for for many years. Um, so it'll be good to get back over there. I've got a few a few friends that I've, I've made through attending various festivals um, that live up that way of the world. So, well, doesn't um, Ari Tyro, Tyros uh, from last mm-hmm. year's film festival live over there? Yeah, yep. So I've been in touch with with him, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll get a chance to to catch up if he happens to be in town at, at that time. And um, you know, it'd be great to renew acquaintances um, and hopefully make more smartphone filmmaking yeah, friends and, up there. And there's also uh, Mithran Maharajan who was um, who made that the the feature uh, film last year, um, Figment. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that was that was a great film too. Yeah, it's yeah. up that way, and so yeah, the, you know, it's going to be exciting to to be there. I'm not sure that I'm excited about the the long flight to get there again <laughs> so soon after so soon after doing it. Um, but you know, this this is exciting, you know, exciting times um, to to be in the smartphone filmmaking world, and you know, uh, as much as I love doing this you know part of part of what i see my mission here is to encourage others to get into the the scene as well so i I, um, honestly brian i've i've you know it it started really you know it's always been something that's been building but i think this year with you coming back and connecting with you're such an easy person to get along with um socially you're a lot of fun you have a great sense of humor your attitude is great um you know this whole thing with the the iphone versus samsung uh with you and norrell it it really is you know um it's really just it's like you said it's banter it's fun um it's it's a it's a fun thing to do but it just seems so much more evident uh for me that this is it's more than a community it's it's like uh it's like family you know it's like the mobile film family or something <laughs> you know coming together I, I think it's it's the the wonderful thing of uh you know being involved in a festival like yours is that you know it, while there's a competition element to it it's it's not overly competitive and yeah. you know i think it's just that that celebration of the the stories that we're all telling the films that we're making um and you know like certainly last year it was about um for me it's like i didn't i didn't win anything that that year but um you know recognizing the quality of the films that did win um and aspiring to uh, to kind of achieve that level of um quality in my own films and you know having that community of people around that that can support and and you know after last year's festival keeping in touch with people already been in touch with people after this year's First of all, been sending messages to to people going. So, what was that app that you said you were using again, and um, <laughs> things like that? Um, you know. Yeah, because last year you had was last year. I'm 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 trying to remember because I know I I was talking to Chuck Chuck Copeland on our uh, thing, and he said this was the first film festival experience. You know, outside of 
sweeping red carpets <laughs> that he had <laughs> had. Um, and, but did you say that last year um, this was the first film festival or something or, or was the first yeah. film? Or? Um, it, it was the, um, the first film festival that um, any of my films had ever been accepted into. Oh, wow. um, and it was um, also the first film festival that I attended. Um, so, you know, it's uh, there's, there's always going to be a special place in my heart for for the, your festival. Um, you know, and that that whole idea that um, you know I, I can be half a world away, make a make a film for very little money um, with you know some some good people involved in it um and wind up in a festival in San Diego um it kind of blew my mind um last year to to turn up and go like wow this is this is a real thing great okay um right. well, and, also had you spent hundreds of thousands of dollars making your film it would have been harder to make that flight and come on out right <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like uh, you know, I'm I'm never gonna. If someone comes along and says they want to give me hundreds of thousands of dollars to make a film, I'm never gonna say no. Um, <laughs> but um, that's just the, in case there's any financiers out there that are listening to the podcast, like Samsung, call, um, you know. <laughs> You know, Sam, Samsung is a, is a great brand. I'm just sucking up to them a lot now. <laughs> well, they've um, helped you, know, you with two films already. You know, um, yeah. and and you won a prize for for this one, and and the fact that you're standing up for them uh, to to the level that we're used to seeing, um, and I think this is this is something that's really interesting because I think I said it uh, to you before that how interesting is it that there are a lot of great films and music videos and and things like that that are made with Samsung, but they don't get the attention of the media like the iPhones, you know, um, and, and the Apple stuff does. And I think that, you know, you know, when you get a filmmaker that wins, uh, from a Samsung and to really stand out and say, look, it was a Samsung and Samsung's rule, you know, and that kind of stuff that you're used to hearing from iPhones. I mean, Samsung should take advantage of that, you know, and say, Hey, we've got somebody rooting for us in this, this community, we need to take advantage of them and give Brian a hundred thousand dollars. I'm I'm sure they've got the checkbook ready. <laughs> no, I, like I I do think it's a, an element where you know it would be great um, to to have uh, brands like Samsung uh, wade into this field more um, and be more vocal about the the way that their products can be used. Um, you know, I think you know in in my experience, Samsung's got a great product that you know I'm I'm very happy to use i'm very happy to to talk to people about you know using a samsung as opposed to to using um any other brand um but it really does it it comes down to um the brands stepping up to to promote what's going on what people are doing with their their products um uh, and I think it'll be interesting, you know, uh, to to see what the next generation of phones are, are going to bring when they're released. You know, seeing some quite exciting chatter about what the uh, 
the Samsung X is going to be, um, although that's still a little ways away. Um, but you know, it's, it, you, you, you don't have to look very far back to see how far we've come with this technology. Um, and I think the, the next generations are going to be that step ahead again. Um, and, you know, I really hope that companies like Samsung start engaging with the filmmaking community to find out what we want, um, yeah. you know, what, what type of things we would make our, us be able to tell even better, more engaging stories. Um, and to support the the filmmakers that are that are coming through with this through whether that be through direct support to filmmakers by um, you know writing checks or, or things like that or whether it's through supporting festivals like yours and saying you know we're going to have a, a prize for the best the best film that was made with a Samsung or mm. um, we're going to you know have some kind of you know, challenge and and that whether that's through Chrome brands, I know that we've got a lot of support through um, some of the the software makers and some of the equipment makers um, that we you know like being able to expand on that and and encourage um, more people to get into this and encourage that um, rivalry between different brands. Um, you know, so that we have people like Narelle saying, "I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm an iPhone um, champion," and and have people like myself, where it's like, "No, Samsung all the way." Um, <laughs> you know, the the yeah. more we have of that, the better it is for both the brands themselves. Well, yeah, because uh, and the for next the, the yeah. industry. The, the next part of that conversation that comes in is like, well, why? What you know? Tell me about what makes yours better than mine, and that's that's the productive part of it that I think the phone manufacturers want in on so they can figure out how to make theirs better than the next one. So they can do the same thing. Mm, mm, absolutely. And, you know, I think the more, the more they pay attention to this world, the the better it is both for mm. the, the, the brand and the consumer. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Brian, we're, we're running into an hour and I know that we're going to do our, our Patreon, um, tips for for patrons so i don't want to wear you out <laughs> the day's just getting started out there uh where <laughs> you are um so i wanted to do a quick you know we play the uh the 20 second challenge since we're all on challenges today and there might be a few people that you might want to thank uh are you up for that game real quick let's go it'll yep, only take good. 20 seconds <laughs> <laughs> Um, so maybe uh, during the, the shout out um, uh, game that you could give, you know, just uh, people that you want to have probably people that have been supporting you all along, um, you know, as you grow with this, man, you know, uh, the it, it's uh, there are a lot of firsts in this film festival because it just dawned on me, you know, Norell was saying this is the first award I've ever received, you know. Uh, you're being the first experience, uh, Chuck, the first film festival experience as well. Um, that's pretty amazing. I don't know why I just had to say that that's just like blowing me away. Um, so, so, okay, let's do the shout out game. Ready, mm -hmm. set and go. 
Okay. Um, the only person that I'm going to shout out um, this time around is you, Susie, because I uh, think that what you do for this industry is great, and I really want to acknowledge that within the 20 seconds that I have, it should be just about up about now. You're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, oh. cancel, cancel. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> That's uh, you know, like I, I guess the the thing for me is that I've I've been I've been lucky enough to be on the podcast a couple of times. I've done the shout out game a couple of times as well. So I've I've kind of hit a lot of people in the in the other two episodes, which I'm sure you'll link to when um, you publish this. Um, but yeah, the, like the reality is that um, the the work that you do, Susie, for for this industry um, uh, is amazing. Um, I think everybody that entered into the festival owes you a, a deep um, deep gratitude um, because you you have moved this industry so far forward with every year that you've had the festival, with everything that you do to encourage the the, um, the filmmaking side of using smartphones that, um, you know, I, I just wanted to take the time to acknowledge that. Well, thank you, Brian, but you've already won. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on next year now. <laughs> no, it, it does mean a lot to me that you say that. That's, I, I really appreciate that. And, and actually the feeling is mutual. It's um, I really appreciate people like you who are willing to trust your films in, in our film festival. And, and um, I know that everybody can't come out, you know, there, there's, there are reasons why it's not that everybody who entered the film festival didn't want to come. I know there were people who just couldn't come. But I appreciate every single person and um, and and for the people that do somehow get to come to San Diego, I try to make it as uh, I try to show it more, you know, in person, uh, because that's an advantage, you know, as to doing it online or, you know, from a phone or something. So I really thank you for being a part of this year's film festival again. I'm really looking forward to seeing you again next year. We we're already uh, planning it, uh, you know, around you. No, <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely. Thank you very much, Brian. More than welcome. <laughs> and, and the reality is you're like, yes, you, not everyone can make it to the, to the festival, um, depending on where you live, it can get quite expensive. Um, and, and as well as having other commitments and work and, and things like that. But I really encourage, like the first thing that I encourage of people is that if you if you in any way think that you might possibly want to make a smartphone film and, and let's face it you're listening to a smartphone filmmaking podcast you're probably right. already thinking that if you if you're thinking about it just get on and do it and start and start working on it if you're lucky enough to get into the festival and you can at all make it along and you can make it to one festival, make it Susie's festival because you'll have such a great time and they'll you know Susie looks after people so well. 
um, it, you know, it'll be it'll be a great experience. It's going to be something that you'll remember forever. And who knows, you might um, wind up winning um, one of the coveted Susie Awards. <laughs> that's right, huh? <laughs> I just think that's that's so amusing <laughs> to I, me. I'm, I'm I told you I'm going to try and make it stick. So we'll keep working on it. The Susie. <laughs> I've been called many things. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, thank you, uh, listeners. And also to if any of the filmmakers that submitted this year, um, that whether you were or were not able to come and you're listening to this, um, some of you went to Film Freeway and wrote reviews, uh, and you as well, Brian. And uh, I just want to say thank you for doing that. Um, that always helps, right? Thank you. Yeah. No, the, I mean, it's the, the least that I could do um, in return for the great experience that, that you've given me over the last couple of years. Well, thank you. All right, we're going to go to our Patreon page. That's over at patreon.com slash podcast, And uh, become a patron, become a friend, even though you're already a friend. Uh, but just uh, subscribe to our Patreon page so that... Um, you can listen to this bonus exclusive episode with Brian. Sounds good. 